Welcome to another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in any baseball stadium in the world right now? Mm. Not just Yellowstone. We could be traveling. You could be in Augusta, Georgia, watching the Masters. You could be in Kansas City at the K, tailgating for opening day. 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. I know that beautiful game day trailer that they have will be at Kauffman Stadium today. I'm jealous that we're not there with them. Thanks for the invite. Couldn't take the day off. Yeah. I mean, we did legit have an invite. I even got an invite to sit behind home plate. And I had to say, appreciate it. No Can't place we would rather be than right here, 10 a.m. Central Time in the call-in app, uh, breaking down a lot of baseball today. Yes, sir. But also, yeah. um, as we are watching, we've got the Masters on the TV today. Uh, we'll have Royals baseball on the TV later today. Um, and also, if you're a baseball fan like me and you get really pissed off and you don't want to play, pay for MLB TV, uh, there, there are some streams that you can find on Reddit. If your game's blacked out in your market, don't even worry about it. There are some workarounds. But we will be talking a lot about opening day and also the Masters. I even titled this episode Couch Day. This is an, an ultimate couch day where you just hunker down. You get your drink ready. You get maybe like a bag of chips next to you ready. And you sit your ass on that couch for hours today. Hours. I mean, there are going to be different periods throughout the day where your TV is going to say, Hey, are you still streaming? Yes, I am. Yes, you I better am. freaking believe it. Yeah, and we're recording this, uh, like I said, right here in the call app, 10 a.m. Central Time every day. It looks like Tiger Woods is about to tee off as we watch the Masters. Yep. And uh, they did have a little bit of a pushback due to rain. Uh, I'll tell you, based off the screen I'm looking at, it looks like the sun is starting to peak out there at the Masters. So hopefully we do have a good day, and it is very exciting. Uh, obviously, you can, if you're watching as well, you're probably not because you're listening to us. A lot of crowds, a lot of people at the Masters already as Tiger in a short sleeve pink turtleneck about to tee off. So Tiger officially playing. I, I know that it was a, a game day, game time decision. It's on the fairway in his first drive. So you'd love to see that. Was it or did I hit the sand pit? I think he made a little visit to the beach there. I was going to question right before he goes up to drive, he just sits there and stares down the middle of the fairway. What do you think is going through his mind? He's like, I'm one of the greatest golfers there ever was. I'm about to pipe this puppy. I can tell you. We're going to have a great start. Or is it just like, for the love of God, please don't hit someone right next to me? I am uh, I am a, I'm a knee injury survivor as well. And when, when I returned to sports playing, the f- like first thought in my head was, don't get hurt again. <laughs> so I wonder if Tiger is just sitting there thinking, Careful on that rotation. You know you have a bad back. Or he's in his own mind like, hey, don't even worry about the back. Don't even worry about the leg. You are Tiger Woods. But it's, it's cool to see him back in golf. And mm-hmm. whether you love him or hate him, I do know that there are some people that are not rooting for him. But it's good for golf. If you're a fan of the game of golf, 
you know that there are a lot of people tuning in today to the Masters, not just because it's the Masters, but because Tiger's playing in it. Yep. Is I mean, these are the first guys to start, right? So, like, Tiger's got the first tee off? Like, I mean, don't He started in the entire know. Masters? I don't know. I will tell you, I am more of a prepared-to-talk-to-you-about-opening-day kind of guy than I am prepared to talk to you about the Masters. I know they have already done a lot of their opening ceremonies and things like that. Um, I don't know who the first person to tee off was. We got Olivia in the chat saying his fit is on fleek. It's something, Olivia. <laughs> it's something. But here's the thing. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to make fun of it today. I can remember years ago when Tiger came out and he wasn't wearing a polo. He was wearing like a collarless polo. I don't know what you call those shirts. It's almost like a golf Henley. And I looked at it and I thought, Tiger, what is you doing? Now I own three of them. <laughs> So oh my catch gosh, me on the one golf of course in like three years wearing the short sleeve turtleneck. You know, catch if me I had in a Kansas neck. City wearing it underneath my Patrick Mahomes jersey. <laughs> if I had a neck, I'd wear one of those. <laughs> right. You know, I try to wear a turtleneck and it just doesn't. It's like, why are you trying to cover your ears up? It's like, shut up. I my neck's gone. I don't know what happened. <laughs> you don't have a neck. <laughs> I know. I'm aware. <laughs> it's jaw to shoulder. <laughs> like your ears rest on your shoulders. Oh, stop! They do not. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have a lot of masters today. I, I'm cautiously optimistic. I mean, I don't want to just report what we're watching on TV. But it is the masters. It is Tiger. And I will tell you, I've heard about it. Now I'm seeing it for myself. Homie's walking with a limp. Is he really? Yeah, first tee. Walking up to, I mean, his ball. It's a very hilly course. Yeah. I mean, he does have a noticeable limp about him. And that might just be the way that he walks now. I mean, he was in a terrible car accident, numerous injuries, and he's also not winning the race. I mean, he's in last walking <laughs> yeah. to his ball. He's taking his sweet time. <laughs> That's a kind of a part of the thing I didn't think about with this is how hilly the course is. Mm-hmm. By the time you get to 18 rounds, cardio aspects like, screw swinging this club, and, and let me catch my breath. I've been guilty of this too before where I'm like, golf, what are you talking about? That's not a hard sport to play. Go play 18. 18 in a cart is an exhausting day for you. Mm-hmm. Like It's a different kind of sore. It's not like football or basketball. But you are sore. You are tired afterwards. Now go do it while you're walking the whole thing. And you're going to do this for four straight days. Yep. By Sunday, I do think that that leg's going to be feeling it. Oh, I mean, and your back, too. I mean, mm-hmm. any type of walking like that extensively, like, up and down hills like this, it's just everything's going to be on fire. And then you throw and swing the club. Look, he's nicely controlled in his breathing. I'd be like oh, trying to like cats <laughs> off, wiping some sweat. It's a little humid Can you here imagine in Georgia. How many, how many beers you could drink though if you walked a course? You'd be out there forever. Oh my! I wouldn't leave. The, I wouldn't be. I don't know if I'd leave the course that day. <laughs> right. It like, takes it'd six be, hours. <laughs> yeah, it's a full day's work. You'd have to the clock sun's in. Sun's already setting. I just got here. Mm-hmm. Or finding your ball when you hit it into the rough. Oh, like, oh that I think it was right here. Takes you have me to long ba- enough walk as backwards yeah. 30 yards. You're like, oh, it's actually. Depth perception. I, I didn't hit off. it as hard as I thought I did. It <laughs> sounded better uh, coming off the, the club than it did. Um, but Tiger Woods, I, I think the story to watch with Tiger today is will Tiger make the cut? I know there's already a lot of people rooting for the win and talking about it. And that is a great story. I'm not saying it won't happen. But I think the first hurdle that we have to t- take is, um, will he make the cut? And like I, I've been saying, will he be able to finish? I really do wonder how he's going to feel after two days of walking up and down 
at Augusta. I mean, it is, it's a hilly course. Uh, they had a lot of rain. And I, I know that it's Augusta. They've got a lot of really great technology to where they can get this water off the course. But I still think a couple of those hills going to be slick. You know, walking up and down them, is he going to have his good footing under him? How's that back going to feel after a couple of days? I think that we have to worry about, one, him making the cut, but two, him also saying, yeah, I'm in good enough shape to finish this too. And I mean, Tiger Woods, at, at, what is he, like 46 years old? He's in pretty good shape, but none of these other golfers are coming back off of uh, you know, a car accident, an injury like this to his leg. Those are the guys that he is competing against. So I, I think it could be a tough outing for Tiger. I do find myself still rooting for him. I want to see him do well, and I tell you, nothing would be better for golf or maybe even more exciting this weekend than Tiger Woods on Sunday in a playoff. Mm-hmm. It, it would be interesting. I'm, I'm definitely rooting for Tiger now. In terms of everyone else that's in the tournament, I'm not going to try and act like a golf expert. All right? I'm just going to be honest with you guys. Golf is something I like to watch on a Sunday where it's like, okay, I'm hearing about this guy's name for the very first time. Do you even know he was an American golfer? And here's this guy from Great Britain who's doing just as well. Have not heard of him yet either. And I have is, some... there is someone I hear, like I do know a name I'm familiar with, and it's like, they're actually not golfing very well this tournament uh, or today. I think the most pop, second most popular name in golf, and at least in kind of our era, is Phil Mickelson. He's not even he's not even there. He's not even playing, um, which is interesting. I do have some golf betting odds. Tell me how many of these guys you know. Okay, okay. John Ram, John Ram. Nope. He's a betting fa- betting favorite to win today. Justin Thomas. Uh, I feel like I'm just going to say no. Nope. Yeah, if I, if I have of, to question it, mm-mm. too long of a pause. Cameron Smith. Nope. Nope. Dustin Johnson. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Scotty Scheffler. Nope. Really? Yeah. Rory McIlroy. Yeah. Okay. Victor Hovland. Nope. Brooks Kepka. Uh-uh. That's yes. Yeah, I'm you. like you are. Oh, I should have seen the look dumb. on your face. Like, you can Fools. never talk about <laughs> golf again. You don't even know who Brooks Kepka is. Um, Colin Morikawa. Uh, yes, actually, I do know that name. Sure, um, he won last year. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think he just won it. Uh, is Bryson DeChambeau not in here? Uh, he, he was not on the the list that I got. I'm sure he's golfing, but he he was not on the betting list that I have. Um, I'm actually pretty surprised with myself. I know most of these guys. I do not know who Cameron Smith is. I do not know who Victor Hovland is. That's it. Now, could I pick them out of a lineup? No. Do I know that they are golfers? Yes. It's, I, I thought about putting in a couple guys here for you and like making them hockey players. I'm like, hey, have you ever heard of this guy? But he was actually like a NASCAR driver or that actually a hockey would have been player. That really good. <laughs> but like, oh, yeah. Because I don't know enough about hockey. Uh, it actually does look like the Masters started a while ago because, oh, Austin Greaser, current in the lead with one under, on hole nine. Yeah. They get an early start. Look at, look at the Austins out here just tearing it up. You know, that's what we do. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm not a big golf guy either. I probably, I won't watch much of the Masters. And I'm going to tell you, opening day starts around 3 o'clock today. At least that's when the Royals start. It actually starts at one twenty Central Time today. My attention will very quickly turn to baseball at 3 o'clock for sure when the Royals uh, have their first pitch. That's what I'm most excited about today. Now, I get it. The Masters is cool. For me, the, today is opening day. Mm-hmm. I, I, even, I think I tweeted it from our 
mic'd up account, like happy opening day, not happy Thursday of the Masters. This is the opening day of baseball, and I think baseball trumps golf. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Like, yeah, because the golf, like the Masters, you pretty much you're excited about the opening scene, and like we just watched the opening tee off for Tiger starting his round. And then after that, it's like, all right, cool. See you in 17 holes when we get to right. see how your score was for the day. Yeah, if you're or making the yeah, cut see or you on Saturday after we exactly. know you're actually competing in this event. 100%. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it, too. Like, even um, right now, again, not to just tell you what we're watching on TV, the Masters went to a commercial break. If there were a baseball game on, that channel would be changing right now. <laughs> and it would be going to, I don't, I don't even know who plays today. It would be Brewers-Cubs is what I would be changing. Do you know what would be awesome if YouTube TV did? Where you could have like separate screens on your TV, like different channels, like the picture-in-picture stuff. Yeah, Directv used to do it back in the day when I had that. Yeah, I wish they'd do that. I wish that was more common. Yeah, instead of you having like three separate the split TVs. screen thing. Yeah, just put mm-hmm. the screens on my one TV. Yep, they used to do that with Directv, but uh, today for me is opening day, and that's what I will be celebrating uh, with my Royals blue on. Because I'm a Royals fan, and that's what we do. But the schedule of games today, which is it's nice, but I do wish they would have done a little bit better of a job here with scheduling these games. And I think maybe this is a Major League Baseball problem. But Brewers-Cubs at 120, not nationally televised. Uh, Cleveland versus Kansas City, 310, not nationally televised. However, it is the MLB TV free game of the day which I don't know what that means exactly because I'm not an MLB TV guy, but I know that I can stream it for free today. I don't know if they do that. Because I have Sprint slash Mm T-Mobile. I think I get that for F-R-E-E. That spells free. Probably going to turn it on. It's going to be like actually blocked out, not in your viewership. It should be fine today. last year because everyone's like, oh, Bali Sports. Like, man, this stinks. I was like, I got MLB TV. Don't even worry about it. Blacked out. Mm Mm-hmm. Instantly livid. I've looked into it twice now with MLB TV to be like, hey, should I buy this game so I can see all the Royals games? But I'm still subject to blackout. I don't understand that. Why would you have your people pay a subscription fee and then still be like, well, actually, you're still blacked out. So sorry about you. Thanks for the money you spent, but you're not going to get those games. And that's where I think MLB is failing. Mm -hmm. And I think they're trying to correct the problem. I know that some games are going to be on Apple TV. I saw an announcement yesterday. There's going to be like Sunday morning afternoon games on Peacock. But do I have to have a subscription for those? Or I don't know how it works. So it's just very confusing on where do I actually get these games. Even the first uh, game that you can watch on national television today is the Mets and uh, Nationals. Mm -hmm. But it's on ESPN+. Plus. I do pay for that one, so I'll be able so to that, see like, it. Yeah, like that one, you're fine if you pay for it. But after that, it's you don't get it till seven o'clock tonight, Cincinnati versus Atlanta mm-hmm. on ESPN two. Right, it's opening day of baseball, and you don't have this. Like that's one thing that is irritating about baseball. Is you look at the NFL, and on Sundays, Mondays, and Thursday night, except for Monday nights, maybe because it's on ESPN. But it's like you get you can go home on Sunday afternoon, wake up, turn on the TV, boom, CBS has it, Fox has it. NBC has it on Sunday night. Why in the world does MLB not offer just like turn on your TV and boom, their sports? Like it would be so much better. Like that would help the sport be marketable. Also, mm-hmm. why is CBS not just like, yeah, we want to air baseball games? 
Like, yeah. Does that just fall in the network then? Maybe it's not MLB, or maybe it is the MLBs, and the network's like, yeah, absolutely not. This yeah. is Help us all out. Sell it to them for a good price. Yeah. And put it on, even like ESPN does a really good job, obviously. They cover a lot. Um, TBS, I, I feel like they still have baseball games on. Mm-hmm. But I would like to be able to catch more of those like midweek games. Like, you know, if I'm sitting here in the office and it's one thirty, I can turn on a baseball game and be like, yep, I can watch that one. Yeah, I'm not it, watching General Hospital. I'm watching the Royals games. That'd don't be hate awesome. on General Hospital. I'm not. I actually think that's a morning show, but whatever. <laughs> you think. Um, as our guy Jake said, um, set your location in another state or country, and you won't be blacked out. So, Dude, hello, I'm Marshall Miller from Toronto. No, not Toronto, because I might want to watch some of those games. From San Diego until I live Fernando in Arizona. <laughs> right? Hello, I'm in Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah. Now I can watch the Royals all season long. I did see um, one of those cool little Twitter graphs the other day, and it was analyzing um, since all 30 teams have been in the league since 1998, and it was those, this is how many wins each team has had since 1998. And I will tell you, coming in at dead last was our Kansas City Royals. Woo! So we've got that going for us. I'm even watching it, and the Royals are at the bottom the whole time. And I'm like, come on, 2014. Yeah, 2014. So we'll, we'll, we'll get up there. It was them nope. and the Pittsburgh Pirates, and the Pirates kept winning too. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Right? Uh, but very excited. Even for these games, it does suck that Major League Baseball or these networks make it difficult to watch these games. Um, I do know that a lot of people around here, at least it was a discussion a couple of years ago, a lot of people didn't want to cut the cord with DirecTV because they still carried regional baseball. Mm-hmm. And now that is still a thing. I'm, it's just so expensive to watch some of these games. Or like I said earlier, I don't know where these games are going to be played. I feel like that was a problem. Maybe was it was it the NCAA tournament just a couple of weeks ago where it's like, hey, where's this game being played? Um, I don't know because like with the NCAA tournament, it's kind of easy. Yeah, it was like just like TBS those four channels. And, yeah, but you know, the Peacock. It was the Olympics. People were complaining about yes. the Olympics, and it's like I don't even know where to go to get this. I don't know what streaming I need. I don't know what's free. What I need to pay for, and that's what Major League Baseball is falling into. I saw a Yankee uh, fan tweeting about it yesterday. It's like to watch every Yankee game that I need, I have to pay for like these four different subscriptions, and that it's. Stupid. That is very stupid. But it also goes back to that whole, man, we all thought we were being geniuses by cutting the cord and being like, uh, stick it to the cable companies. Pretty damn convenient to just have everything right there. Yeah. I mean, if someone would come up with that idea, you know, if we could combine like all my like Netflix, Hulu, Apple TV, HBO mm-hmm. Max into just like one package, yeah, Paramount then I could Plus. also just see like, you know, CBS, NBC, ABC. That I really would be. Need- Pretty cool. I need to look at my budgeting. I might actually be paying more now that I've cut the cord than oh, I, was I know when I had cable. <laughs> I know I definitely am, but I'm just too pissed off about it to do anything because I don't. I'm scared to look at how much more I'm paying, especially with Netflix sending an email about every eight months, going like, "Hey, actually, <laughs> prices are increasing because we want to be able to offer you better movies." Like, awesome. Here's another seven Adam Sandler movies that I've already <laughs> right. seen seven effing times. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, that's what you're getting. You're you're paying Adam Sandler to make another Netflix movie. He's just almost like the same character in all of them. I yeah. love Adam Sandler as an actor, but it's just like brother. You know, another hot take that I have about actors 
<clears throat> Ryan Reynolds is the same character in every movie. 100% he is. Man, I love him. He's hilarious. Super attractive. He's the same guy in every movie. He's got the same witty. Like, every character has to have the wittiness. Right. It's like, why don't you just be... Which is great. I find it funny, but it's like, there's no range. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there. I am who I am. You get Van Wilder or Van Wilder light <laughs> with Ryan Reynolds, and that's it. Am I still going to watch the movies? Yep. I am. I even watched the newest one, Project Adam, and I thought... Oh, it's a great movie, actually. I thought it was okay. I thought it was actually really good. The ending got me. Kind Don't of just spoil it. That, I feel like that is one that's still relevant enough. You can't spoil it. Uh, but we are going to have a lot of MLB talk, a lot of Masters talk. I do want to get your take on this one with the Masters. If you had to bet, you have Tiger Woods or everyone else, Tiger versus the field, who are you taking... To win the Masters. Say that one more time for me. Tiger Woods or the field. Everyone else coughing. I think someone else is going to win it. I just, I want to see Tiger do it, of course, but I do have a feeling someone else is going to win. But all the attention is going to be on Tiger. So whoever does win, it's like, doesn't even matter. Tiger was golfing. Mm -hmm. Guess you got a green jacket. Talk about you next time. Yeah, a couple of them. I do, I think somebody else is going to win it. And I, I do think that there is, some people that need to like do a reality check and be like, hey, this is his first major event after that wreck. I know he's played some rounds of golf. He's done some like par three stuff. But this is the Masters, and the weather conditions are not great for him. So now, if money's he, on somebody else. If he is competing at a very high level, you know, into Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and we get to see Tiger in his red, and he's right there at the top of the leaderboard, Legendary. I mean, it's going to be electric comeback Monday. Like, Tiger was looking at, um, you know, the TV and watching and seeing all the people that are there. I think they would probably still be there, but man, you can tell who they're following. Oh, 100%. Like, I was thinking about it last night, actually, because we were talking about, I think it was on radio yesterday, the day before. It was like, what are you most excited about? Like, the Masters are opening day on Thursday. And I it clearly said opening day is what I thought. I, I still do, but it's just like at the same time, like it would be so cool to see Tiger Woods swing a golf club in person and just like watch it. Like watch him stand behind the ball, what he's looking at, mm-hmm. kind of see his motions and everything, and then just go in and swing. And then his reaction immediately after that. And would like, you rather watch Tiger Woods at like um, the driving range or Mike Trout taking BP? Mike Trout taking BP. Same. Yeah. The driving range is like, after a while, you're just like, okay, no, got it. Yep, there you go. You hit it 300 yards again. (laughs) Woo. That was pitching wedge. You're hitting it 130 Still about the same speed as the last one, but I feel like there's different variations in baseball where it's like, man, that was like 115 off the bat. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, it's just... Sorry, baseball over golf. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, and then just hearing like the pop off the bat too would be amazing. Oh, yeah. I would love to be right behind the net, like on the field behind the net, watching batting practice. Yeah, watching batting practice is actually something I haven't done since I was a kid. Now I've never seen it actually. I've never been in a stadium early enough to watch batting practice. Yeah, see, now I'm always tailgating, which is a thing in Kansas City at Kaufman. Or even at you know St. Louis, they have the ballpark village and stuff mm-hmm. like that. 
it's just that's my fault. <laughs> I stay out there in the parking do they, lot. I mean, do they still allow you to get in early enough to be yeah. in there for? I assume so. Again, I haven't done it in a really long time. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I never have, so I don't. I don't have a clue. I could some someone's probably listening, and be like, "Yeah, you moron." Just you know, I. There. It's been like ten or twelve years ago, probably. I went and I got in early for a BP, but I felt like such a nerd because I didn't have any children. It was it was me and a girlfriend. And I felt like the biggest dork in the world trying to catch home run balls for BP. I, I was so embarrassed by it. It was like there was a ball close to me, but I didn't want to, like, run after it. I should have ran after it. Yeah. But I was like, no, nah, like, I'm cool. I don't even, I don't even care about that telling me baseball. About, she could be telling me about her day, and there's a baseball that lands, like, three rows. I'm No, the bad part is she was even like, ooh, should we get it? Should we get it? I'm like, nah, it's whatever. No, don't I'm care. See, that's where me, like. There's no pride to swallow because I'm so damn excited. Kid in a candy store, that's coming at me. Uh-huh. See ya. She wants to try and get it. Doesn't matter. Right? Relationship doesn't count right now. You're out of the way. I'm getting the baseball. Yeah. If you caught a foul ball, would you give it to a nearby child? No, actually, because I've never freaking caught one. So <laughs> I don't. Them kids. You it's know? one of those things where I know that it's like super nice, and it's oh, we gave the ball to the kid. But why? Because I've never caught one either. Yeah. I don't have one sitting at home on my dresser. So if I catch a foul ball, I might be that guy that like has another ball prepared in my cargo shorts already. I'm like, here, kid, in this left hand if is that, a ball I bought case. from Walmart. And my right hand is a foul ball that I'm yeah. keeping forever. But also it's like, hey, kid, like, stop asking for the ball. You've got the rest of your life. You're yeah. going to live longer than Hey, you I say am. your dad brought you to a game when you're six? Mine didn't. I'm 30. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Why do you need a ball? You have a dad with you. You have something I've never had. Uh, Stop. I'm not 26. Excuse me. Correction there. Are you, though? I'm just, I'm just thinking probably in four years, hopefully I catch a foul ball at some point. I would like to do that in the next four years. Have you I ever been <laughs> a Bryce Harper one? Future goals: catch a foul ball in four years. Put that five on years. your morning yeah, affirmations. What's something you'd like to achieve in the next five years? I'd like to catch foul ball. <laughs> Promotion at work. I married. Financially stable. Nah, foul ball. <laughs> hey, I don't want to hear it. Fucking alarm clock. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a four-year goal. Let's get big country a foul ball. I don't know what we have to do. I think the first step would probably be go to baseball games. That would, yeah, that'd be like from an MLB game. Like I'm not going to catch one at like a minor league game or. No, you go to a high school and you race the little six-year-olds <laughs> that are trying to get it back so they can throw it over the fence. Hey, dude, that's tough. Them kids are quick, man. They know where that ball's going already. That's what you do. You go to a high school game and you race those kids to get a ball, but as soon as you get it, you just leave. You bounce. You're out of the stadium. It's like, man, that guy was really just here to catch a foul ball. <laughs> now he's gone. The school's like, hey, actually, we uh, we're limited on balls. Our budget's kind of. <laughs> They're chasing. You down in the parking Rooster lot. Club wasn't sir, really able to help. Sir, out this we year. need the ball, sir. <laughs> but you're already in your car and you're speeding off. Me and the Kia, we're out of there. Roll the window down and just flip them off. <laughs> it's my ball now. Or leave a tip in your seat. Like here's two dollars. Buy a new ball. We don't care. Uh, opening day, very exciting. Also very exciting. Uh, time to buy a new car. How about that one? Get into Roper Kia. Check them out online. Check out their inventory. If they don't have what you're looking for, they will help you find it. Also, if you mention us here at Mike Up, they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. 
Absolutely. A new website you guys should visit. I shouldn't say a new, but a website you guys should visit is gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. The best part about it is there's no hidden fees when you go to check out, so you don't even have to worry about it. Also, it's not a matter of if. It is a matter of when danger could arise. Make sure you put yourself in a position to protect you and your family, and you can do so with gunspot.com. I'm sorry. Did you just say NIF? I mean, it's almost embarrassing how much I practice this when I'm home alone. Just why? Like, I feel bad for my neighbors that are over here. Just like, why does he keep saying if? And you know what I love about you is that some people would come on here, do a podcast, and be like, you know what? I'm here to entertain people. Let's poke a little fun at myself. Here's a false story that, like, oh, I sat at home and I practiced it all night. When a lot of people are probably like, I know you really didn't do that. But I know you well enough to know that is 100% true. I don't know that you're capable of lying, actually. But I bet you're, like, in the mirror, like, two hands on the sink. Like, you can do it. Just say if. (laughs) But even when you say that out loud, you're like, just say niff. Damn it! I messed up again. <laughs> I'm sitting here watching my. Uh, this is true. Watching my lips move as I say, it, like, why am I? Why am I pronouncing an "n"? Why is it not "if"? It's just there. <laughs> that is a simple kindergarten sight word. <laughs> yeah, phonics. <laughs> Probably like yeah, one of the first words that you actually learn how to pronounce after like mom, dad, <laughs> food, milk. Top five word uh. if. <laughs> Uh, let's do talk about some opening day stuff, though, and predict some division winners as we get through some of the Major League Baseball stuff and previews. I do have a couple questions for you, though. And Jake asked this one in our chat. Yay or nay, adults bringing a glove to a game? Uh, usually that answer is a big nay. But now that my new four- or five-year plan is catch a foul <laughs> ball, you bet your ass I'm in there with my glove. Because I also spent a lot of money on that glove. Got it my freshman year of high school. Yeah. And it was like, I'm not ever using it. Like, I, when it was, I don't know the last time I played catch with it. So it's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to whip this bad boy out. It's a nice-looking glove. I'm proud of it. I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. I bought it because I thought I was playing third. Because I was like, actually, we're going to put you at first, get you a shitty first baseman's mitt. I was like, okay. School well, provided one? Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. It was real flimsy. So, like, you'd stick your glove up there, and the thing would just, like, dip down. So you'd have to, like over predict where the ball would be to like you know <laughs> they've had that same the, glove for five play years. the lean of the game of the glove yeah um i as far as adults taking a glove to a game if you would have asked this question three years ago i would have been like yeah it's it's fine take a glove to a game it's whatever especially if you're sitting along like first or third baseline but now i feel like every stadium has the netting that goes all the way to the foul poles yeah so now i don't honestly know if it's necessary I mean, one, the odds of you getting a foul ball. Well, here's a problem for you. You can't catch a fly ball, so it's you. Fly it's ball, like... no. Line driver, yeah, I'm good there. Uh, <laughs> well, those you don't have to worry about. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's like I've, I've never even really been close. I've been close a couple times, but even then I misjudged it so bad that it's like, why even put my hand up? It's not going to hit me. And then it's like, oh, wow, it's two people away. Um, yep. So I can't. I cannot catch a, a pop fly to save my life. But so now I don't I don't know that it's really necessary. That's I've taken kind of a what glove. What happened to me with that Bryce Harper situation is because like I saw it was a foul ball like, coming this way, so I take my hat off like being like a smart ass like oh my catch with this and I was like oh my god I actually have a chance and it just hit my hat and like flipped right out of it. And the people behind me caught it and I was just like. Mm. As as a kid one time I took a glove to the game and I almost left it there like we had actually left our seats and I had to go back and get my glove. 
And it was like a whole ordeal. So since then, I've been kind of like, I don't want to mess with when do I put my glove on? Do I keep it on the whole time? Yeah. I will say it, it definitely does help carry items. Like you, you load up three, four beers in a glove and carry them <laughs> if you need to. You put some uh, I will say, nachos in that bad boy. Right? That's yeah. A perfect holder. As a father of two last night, um, my daughters just this year have decided that they might like softball. And I haven't forced any sports on them. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that guy. But they've decided that they want to try to play softball. And parenting fail on my part, I guess. They didn't have gloves that fit them anymore. Like, they played t-ball, but now they're kind of grown up. So it's like, okay, you say you're interested. Let's go to the sports store. I'll buy you a new softball glove. But you have to promise me we're actually going to use this. Mm -hmm. And so we did. We went last night. Now, we have an academy sports here in Joplin. We went, they were completely sold out of gloves. Couldn't find one. The only ones that they had available were lefty. And it's like, I'm not going to make you throw left-handed. You can barely throw right-handed. So it's like, it's fine. We'll go to try this other store that we have here in town. Go to that store. No gloves. Go to Walmart. I'm like, Walmart's going to have some gloves. No gloves. It's like, that's fine. We have Amazon. I'll buy one off Amazon. The soonest I can get a reasonably priced glove is in two months. What? Literally spent my entire night trying to find two softball youth gloves. Cannot do it unless I want to pay like $300. And I told them, it's like, hey, I get it. You're super excited about it right now. Six months, I don't even know if you're going to like softball. <laughs> I'm not paying $300 for a glove. So that's be- just not going to happen. <laughs> Surely we can go to an antique store and find some gloves there. Like, around here, people are like, oh, what am I going to put in this booth? Random glove. Yeah. I I'm bet also, if you went to Facebook and was... I was going to say, I went to Facebook Marketplace last night. And it's like, oh, here's a glove, lightly used. And I'm like, lightly used? How do you lightly use a glove? <laughs> like, I put my glove, my hand in a glove for three seconds. It comes out covered in sweat and smells like leather. I bet it was like, actually, our daughter sucks at softball. <laughs> she right. played... Nothing happened. My daughters played t-ball, and I bought them like a t-ball bat, like these little backpacks and stuff like that. They played one year, and then we're like, no, we're done. I sold them on Facebook Marketplace, and I was like lightly used, played one one season, then they quit. So, yeah, lightly used was (laughs) right. And I did sell that stuff. I couldn't believe it last night, though. Couldn't find gloves anywhere, not even on the line. Um, It's It was was stupid. Let's do predict some of these. AL and NL division, winners plus wild card teams. If you listened to the show yesterday, we predicted our World Series teams. I went with Blue Jays and Dodgers. Big Country went with White Sox and Dodgers. And I like those. But let's predict um, winners. In the NL, the NL East winner, I do have the Atlanta Braves. I feel confident about that, the team they have returning. And also, uh, part of it that went into this for me, I don't like the rest of the NL East. Yeah, I think the Phillies maybe. I, I think the Mets are going to met. Even like Degrom is already kind of on the shelf. We'll see what happens. I, I think he's expected to miss like a month and then return. We'll see. I could see him missing a month, return, decide nope, and then like he'll probably end up needing surgery. That feels like a very Mets story. Max Scherzer. We'll see what happens there. But I'm not very confident in the Mets. The Marlins are the Marlins. The Nationals have been bad the last couple of years. No confidence there. So I'm going with Braves in the NL East. Uh, big country, who do you have coming out of the East? I'm actually going to go with the Mets. And I do totally understand the saying of, like, the Mets are going to Met. But, like, 
new ownership, you know, over the last couple of years, and then like you're willing to buy players, like you're willing to go spend money. I think that's something to be excited about with the Mets. Last time we saw them really be super competitive and you know make it to the World Series was in 2015, and since then it was kind of like, well, blow this thing up. Now it's like you have something to be excited about. You have some decent pitching. You have some hitters. You have some infielders. I think this could be the year where it's like, okay, actually, we're good here. And the Braves, I feel like it might just take a little bit with I, – I don't know. Because even saying about the Braves, like what? You only really lost Freddie Freeman. That's about it. You immediately replace, replace him. him. Ronald Gooney Jr. is coming back this year. So it's just one of these situations where you look at it and go, it's kind of up in the air, but I'm, I'm going to lean in with the Mets. Yeah. In the NL West, um, going with the Dodgers on this one, uh, I expect them to, to repeat, to still be very good. And what they added, I mean, even with Freddie Freeman, what they added to him, what they already brought back in guys like Trey Turner and uh, Mookie Betts. And, I mean, we talk about their lineup all the time. I feel like we did this yesterday, too. We talk about their lineup, but at the same time, they've got one hell of a pitching rotation. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Walker Bueller, Kershaw, they, they're loaded with some of these guys. And their bullpen is still good, too. So I am going with the Dodgers. And also part of it, kind of like I said with the NL East, I don't love the NL West. In fact, I think the NL West might be one of the worst divisions in all of baseball. I mean, the Diamondbacks, not impressed. Rockies, not impressed. Giants, like they were underdogs last year. We'll see if they can repeat that. The Padres, they're out here trying to spend money. But now your best player's hurt, so I don't even know how, how confident I feel about the Padres. The Padres, I mean, how are you feeling if you're a Padres fan? Because you've watched these guys spend just buku loads of money within the last four, five, six years almost, just like everywhere. Third base, first base, shortstop, outfield, pitching, and it's just not paying off. Yeah. I guess at the same time, I've heard, I've actually heard Daniel Jeremiah, the NFL network guy who covers the draft. He's also a big Padres fan. I heard him talking about it years ago. Uh, what you th- what he thought about like Manny Machado, Eric Hosmer, and all this money that they were spending, and if it was good or not. And I, I believe it was him. He said, I-, "I don't even I don't even care if they're good enough. They're spending money, and that's something that San Diego has never done. And it's almost like uh, the Royals too. They they yeah. never spend money on players. So if they did, if they started offering free agents, I'd be like, hell yeah, let's do this. Yep. <laughs> this is new to me. So I I, I think that's maybe." Part of it with the Padres, of, you see it, at, at least, least we're trying. We're finally trying to spend money. We're finally trying to compete, and so I, I get that, and I I kind of hope it works out for them. But it's it's been tough. It's they've got a lot of ex Royals on that team, mm-hmm. even. But even I, um, Fernando Tatis tried to pay him early. Now he's hurt, and it's it's looking rough, rough for them. Um, in El Central, though, we both go with the St. Louis Cardinals. Yep, and I. I said it yesterday. I think this is one of the most underrated lineups in all of baseball. They've got a gold glove caliber player at every single position. And in fact, I think they honestly have, I think they have seven gold glove winners. And not like caliber. I think they have guys that have won a gold glove at seven different positions. Yeah. And you mentioned that yesterday on radio here locally. And it was kind of one of those deals where you said it. I was like, eh, like whatever. You're just trying to appease the local crowd. And then, like, once we started going through it, it was like, holy smokes. Like, <laughs> we got to start putting some respect on the Cardinals. We got to start putting some respect on their name. Which is crazy. I am saying right that here wrong in Missouri. on purpose. I should probably stop joking and, like, saying stuff poorly. I know it's respect. 
I said respect. <laughs> it's hard joke. to tell you sometimes. I know. I'm, I, that's, I, that's why I wanted to clarify that one. The, ne- <laughs> the next thing <laughs> in the chat is going to be like, wow, I knew you couldn't say if. Homie can't say respect either. Um, R-E-S-B-E-C-T. I do uh, put some respect on the Cardinal, Cardinal's name now. They are s- – s- I don't even – this doesn't make sense. I've said it a million times. I feel like they're sneaky good. How the hell are the Cardinals, the St. Louis Cardinals, sneaky good? But I don't hear anybody talking about them nationally. I don't really hear anybody talking about them regionally. Mm-hmm. It lines up perfectly with what we said about North Carolina through the entire tournament. When there's no high expectations or national attention to them, they just scoot on by and they find a way to get things taken care of and they find themselves in great positions to win. Yeah. The Cardinals are the North Carolina Tar Heels of March Madness right now. I mean, I know the season starts today, but like that's exactly what they could be. Where it doesn't look pretty through a good chunk of it, and you think you're out of the race, you find a way in it. Playing good at the right time, yeah. there you go. Yeah, I think for the Cardinals, one thing that is going to be very important is that rotation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Adam Wainwright starting opening day, which sounds really cool. It's a cool moment to walk out Yachty and Pujols and, and Wainwright. But I think every Cardinal fan could honestly tell you would probably rather have a better pitcher than Adam Wainwright on opening day. But getting a guy back like Jack Flaherty is going to be really important for them. Uh, I saw they put Jordan Hicks in the rotation. Uh, he's a good pitcher. He's never been a starter. So we'll mm-hmm. see what he does. But I do think that the Cardinals are sitting there as an underrated team. And as far as NL wildcard teams go, I'm going to pick the Brewers, the Phillies, and the Padres to be my wildcard teams. And again, my division winners, Braves, Dodgers, Cardinals. Yeah, and I actually went with the Braves, Padres, and Brewers um, as well. I ended up having the Giants missing. I had the Phillies missing as well. I think the Braves, like we talked about it earlier, that just kind of like it feels like they're on the outside looking in, but really the only thing you lost was Freddie Freeman and you immediately find a replacement for him. The Brewers, I still think they're a good team. Their pitching's nice. If their hitting can just stay consistent through the season, that's good. And the Padres, I really just kind of put them in there because you don't have a choice but to find a way into the playoffs. If you can't, like, if you're struggling to beat the Dodgers and you can't do it in your division, that's understandable. It's the Dodgers, but you at least got to find a way into a wild card game and win. Yeah, uh, and with me and the Padres, a lot of it had to do with the rest of the NL West. You're going to get some wins over the Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to get some wins over the Rockies. So, like, somebody has to win those games, and I think it could be the Padres. And, again, I'm, I'm a little bit biased towards the Giants, but also I just don't think that they have that good of a lineup. I know they won games last year. I, just, I don't think they will do it again this year. So that's kind of why I picked them. Um, in the AL, we actually picked all the same – Division winners. It's kind of hard not to. I felt bad doing it. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's just very like, chalky <laughs> in the AL. Uh, AL East, we both have the Blue Jays winning that one. AL West, we both have the Astros. And AL Central, both have the White Sox. And we, we've talked a little bit about these teams. Obviously, yesterday, I picked the Blue Jays to make the World Series. You picked the White Sox. Mm-hmm. We talked a lot about them. And as far as the Astros go, man, I'd love to see somebody else win it. I wanted to pick the Angels don't, real bad. But like. I don't know if it's going to happen. Uh, I Sorry, just uh, the Astros sitting there. Maybe the Angels can be good. You know, get Mike Trout healthy. Another Shohei Otani year. The Mariners, I think, are a sneaky good team this year. There's a lot of youth, though. So it could be a lot Tell of Tell me about the, Mar- the Mariners, because I'm not going to say and act like an expert on some of these lower-level teams. Like I shouldn't say lower-level, but some of these teams in MLB, like I've just never really mm-hmm. paid attention to. So, Well, and part of the reason why with them is they have some really young, talented guy um, like Julio Rodriguez. He's going to be the starting uh, center fielder this year. 
Mm-hmm. He just he's an opening day first guy, uh, like Bobby Witt. This is going to be his first appearance in Major League Baseball, so nobody's probably really heard of him before. Uh, but you know, you also have some of these other guys uh, like Robbie Ray. Last year he was a Cy Young winner. Now he's a Mariner. So I, I do think that they can be sneaky, good. They've made some good additions, and for the last couple years they've been highly ranked in the um, like prospects. They've had good prospect classes. So I, I think we're going to start to get to see some of those guys get the call up. And I think they could be a sneaky good team as well. They brought in uh, Jesse Winker over from the Reds. I think he can be a good DH for them. So just there are no superstars on this team, but they are starting to put it together. I, I say that, but I also said they have a Cy Young winner. Robbie Ray won the Cy Young last year. Now he's a Mariner. I mean, if he can do that again, if he can be a true ace, of this lineup, I, I do think they could be good. I actually, I'm predicting them to make the wild card. Uh, I think they can do that, but I'm also predicting the Yankees in the race to make the wild card. So, kind of chalky in the AL. My one, I think, bold prediction is the Mariners making the wild card. I kind of like it. I was surprised when I saw that you had them down. I initially had the Yankees, the Red Sox, and the Rays, and I thought, actually, let me throw the Angels in there because if Mike Trout, you know, I've been. High on him since like early in the week when we were like, you know, if we can see him back to that 2019 form, that's going to be special for them, especially if Shohei Otani can do it again, right? Like that's the big thing this year. It's like, hey, <clears throat> phenomenal season last year. What you did was historic. We haven't seen it in a very long time. Do it again, though. And if you can and Mike Trout can stay healthy, I know that's been a big if the last couple of years, Angels might have something. They might be able to compete. So yeah. I think Yankees, Angels, and Rays in the AL wild card could be interesting. I think it would be very fun. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and, uh, you know, we get an extra wild card team this year, which is going to be fun. You're going to have three wild card teams taking on the last place division winner, and then the two top division winners going to get a bye in the playoffs, if I remember right. I think that's the way that they have it all organized and set up this year. Um, it's kind of crazy. Baseball changing so many rules over the last couple of years. It's like, wait a second, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> Yeah, I think even later today when we start to watch some of these games um, that are that are going to be happening, like the, the Cardinals game, mm-hmm. they're going to stroll out there with a DH. It's going to be Albert Pujols. That's going to be weird to watch an NL game in an NL stadium with a designated hitter. But I love it. I'm, I'm very excited for it. The, and what's crazy is I, I know that I complained a lot about the owners and like, hey, just get a deal done, blah, blah, blah. When I really start to break it down – I sided with the owners on a lot of different things. Expanded playoffs, definitely one of them. Uh, I love the fact that you're getting an extra wild card team in there. I, and I've had a lot of people uh, talking to them. Maybe they're just trying to be nice to me, saying that the Royals could be a sneaky wild card team. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not quite buying into that hype yet. Shouldn't have told me that today because now <laughs> I'm just going to be. I also saw that the Royals are one of the worst opening day teams in Major League Baseball. <laughs> So yep. I'm predicting a loss today if I had to bet on it. Shane Bieber going up <laughs> for the, the Guardians. That's going to be a hard matchup. Um, I'll tell you another thing that our folks should also do, though. It's not a hard matchup. It's Club 6 and 9. Hop in there, visit them. Uh, they might even have some baseball games on today, or I'm sure they will have the Masters on as well. But they have a great happy hour from 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock featuring two-for-one drink specials and $2 draft pours at Club 609. Absolutely. Another place you guys should visit if you need your car worked on, your oil change, your tire service is Downtown Lube, located right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri, 
on first and main street downtown lube like i said they do specialize in tires and lube but they are much more than that so be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com also it's not a matter of if it is a matter of when you're going to need your oil change tire service your vehicle looked at make sure you get that done right here in joplin missouri at downtown lube i'm telling you you just have to embrace it i'm i mean i am at this point like i it doesn't matter how much I practice, what I do, what I say to myself in the mirror, you know, like hype myself up in the morning is just, I'm a NIF guy, you know? <laughs> right? Right hand NIF. Left hand <laughs> IF. <laughs> That's, oh. That's another fun game to play in the ballpark. Another thing I love about opening day, and I know that I made some fun about like this whole opening week thing, is like the new foods that these stadiums roll out with. For baseball games, I don't feel like you get that for football or baseball. Like the Chiefs might roll out some like, oh, here's a new product yeah. that we're going to have. But it's not anything like super new or exciting. It'll be like, hey, by the way, we're selling Papa John's in the stadium now. Like, we got new brand pretzels. Yeah, that that's cool. We switched our pizza provider. Now <laughs> yeah. we get Pizza Hut. Uh, thanks, but no thanks. Uh, what are you doing? Pizza the Hut. But even like some of the royal stuff, I know it's a it's a popular question every year. It's like, what's your favorite ballpark item? And we never say like, hey, what's your favorite football stadium food? It's always what's your favorite ballpark, which to me is baseball. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to get myself some of those brisket nachos. Oh my! And the helmet. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear about some of the other favorites that people have. I need to explore more baseball stadiums. Um, I'm I've to- only been to a handful. I think I've only been to two, Bush and Kaufman. Yep. I've been to Kaufman. I've been to Fenway. Show off. That might be it for me. I want to say I went to a Rangers game once. I thought you've been to Bush. Have you not? Have you not been to Bush? I have not. Oh, wow. (laughs) And you still strong in your take about St. Louis? and? (sighs) Oh, I've been in Ballpark Village. Oh, man, we got to get you Which, by the way, Ballpark Village is like the surrounding area. It's like Wrigleyville. It's literally like a little side alleyway next to the stadium. And they yeah. built a metropolis of just bars, and they now right. have an apartment complex. Like, it is just amazing what they've done there. That's what makes me excited about the possibility of a downtown ballpark in you, Kansas City. You know I what know, I but. love about podcasting and just being able to do this for multiple years? Um, here's the Tell the Truth Thursday, because I forget about this all the time. I've been to a Nationals game. I got so drunk at a Nationals game that I can barely remember being there. You went to a Nationals game? Yeah, I did. We took a family vacation to Washington, D.C., and um, we had, like, some time to spare. We had a night when me and Matt were just like, hey, let's go catch a Nationals game. And they have these things there called district coolers, which are a Capri Sun for adults, but they're they're a little bit bigger. It's not like the little four-ounce Capri Sun. It's yeah. probably like a like a 16-ounce Capri Sun with alcohol in it. And they are incredibly strong. Him and I each had two. Now, a lot of our listeners have not drank with me before. It is something that I'm I'm pretty good at. I can consume a lot of alcohol. I got two of those. And forget all the time that I went to a game there. We were talking about the Nationals like last week. And I'm like, or guys that I had seen play. And I was like, oh, I need to see Bryce Harper play. And it's like, wait a second. I seen it. <laughs> I was there I was for a the stadium. I, so, yeah, I've also been to the National Stadium. I, I've seen a game, but I would tell you, those things snuck on, on me. So ballpark items, ballpark food, district coolers are fantastic. 
<laughs> tell you to drink two of those fruity little bastards and then be so delicious, but also be able to get me intoxicated. That's that is saying something. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe everyone else just have one, maybe <laughs> half, maybe just have a half. I think they even made. Um, I think there might be a rule that you can only buy two. Because even we were looking at them, like, buy two. I'm like, that's stupid. Why would we only buy two of them? I'm like, these things are delicious. I'm going back for more. We were even scheming ways of, like, maybe if I take off, like, my hat, I can go get a third one. Or maybe they won't remember us. We'll get a third one. Had two of them. Was done for. <laughs> now, had two of them sprinkled in some beers that definitely were not needed. And then, obviously, I've forgotten that I went to that game. Jesus. <laughs> it's not even that I've forgotten. It's the fact that I've talked about it numerous times and can't remember that I've done it. And every time you go, oh, my God, I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just so – It's stupid. So have you been to a Rangers game too then? It would have been their old stadium, but – I think I went one time when I was in high school for something. Senior trip? I don't think I was drinking, but apparently I just forget that I've been to stadium. You guys, you guys went to Texas for your senior trip, No, we went to Branson, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of losers. Yeah, it was a good hey, time. let's go on a senior all. trip an hour away. Sounds like my dad family vacation. We're going to Bass Pro Kids, hop in the minivan. We're out of here. Yeah. Sorry, uh, no sale. Got to get some hunt clothes. And as our guy Jake said again in the chat, uh, just give me a couple hot dogs and a cold beer. I'll tell you, I was craving them yesterday. It's like, why, why am I craving hot Can dogs? Can I be honest about something? I've never had a good ballpark hot dog. Yeah? Never. Like, everyone's like, man, ballpark hot dogs are the best. I remember going to a game, and this might have what ruined it, in Springfield for the Springfield Cardinals, um, affiliate with the St. Louis Cardinals. And they have like a hot dog day, and you go in, you grab this hot dog, and it's like gray and like had purple veinies. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it just it looked really weird. And I took a bite of it, and the bun was stale. And I was like, this is absolutely horrific. I want my $2 back because it was like dollar yep. hot dogs. It was awful. I, I can remember baseball game hot dogs being really good when I was younger. I will say in about 2015, they started to just be terrible. Because when I was younger, we would always go up for Buck Night, which is dollar hot dogs at Kauffman Stadium. Mm-hmm. So you can get a hot dog for a dollar. And I was like, oh, this is awesome because they were good hot dogs. Yeah. Or my family would be like, yeah, we can go to a baseball game. Got to schedule it for Buck Night so we can actually afford to eat when we're there. <laughs> yeah. And it would be good, but – I think sometime around 2015, around those World Series runs that the Royals made, after that, they've been terrible. Mm-hmm. To where even um, after, like as an adult, I'll go back to the games and be like, oh, this is cool, it's buck night. Or I'll try to take my daughters and be like, it's buck night, eat as many hot dogs as you want. Or another fun thing to do with friends is see if you can eat a hot dog and drink a beer per inning. You cannot do it. <laughs> a beer and hot dog per inning? Yeah. You can't do it. If you can, check yourself. Is it a, like a can or is it an aluminum bottle? Yeah, I think it's one of those aluminum bottles. Okay, 12 yeah, ounces would be either difficult. Way. I was going to say, if you give me a can, though, psh, easy. You know that they're both 12 ounces, right? No, they're not. They, <laughs> yes, they're the not. bottles are 16 ounces. The aluminum cans? Yeah, the aluminum bottles. The aluminum bottles. I'm pretty sure they're 16 ounces. I, well, thank God you have one right behind you. Give me a second. I will turn around and grab it. I'm pretty sure that they are all 12 ounces. Because that quick math, sixteen fluid ounces. Well, did you well, buy it from a stadium? 
No, I grabbed it from the liquor store after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. It's a uh, champion edition Bud Light. You know what? I stand corrected then. I'm pretty sure that most of them. I was about to say, my God, I'm an idiot if they've both been 12. The ones I, I'm just I don't I've never been right so like I don't know how to respond to this like do I the brag ones in about Nashville it or are twelve ounces the ones at what in Nashville when you can go buy a bucket of beers the oh, are they ones really? they were giving us for twelves oh I didn't realize that I mean there's a good possibility that they have different sizes that very much they so. tend to do that from time to time I also realize this bottle has a little bit of a dent in it what happened there well you took an aluminum bottle. From a liquor store and are displaying it like it's a piece of art at uh, your yeah. desk. It's a Chiefs Super Bowl edition. How many times have you moved? Cool. <laughs> once. Yeah, it's aluminum. I've moved this once. It's going to dent. <laughs> it went from mint condition to like ant condition. I can't do oh, nothing shoot. with this. <laughs> now it's not worth the nickel for recycling that it used to be. Oh, wait. It still is. <laughs> <laughs> Champions, Miami, two two twenty. Look at that. Two years later, the Washington's like, we're going to be the commanders now. Little fun fact for you. What does that have to do with anything? Chiefs won the Super Bowl on February second, twenty twenty. Two years later, two two twenty two. Oh, okay. Washington goes. We are now the Commanders. All right. I failed to make that connection. History of the two twenty two thing. Yeah, you're a big Washington Commanders fan. I I forgot about that. So you're up to date on Carson Wentz. Absolutely. Yeah. When they changed their name, I'm like, what the hell? How did we get from the Super Bowl? To the Washington Commanders. <laughs> Teams that won't ever make it to the Super Bowl. I'll tell you what, I do need to run to Walmart because I need to get a picture frame for my uh, signed Eddie Kinnison and the Hall pictures. Right. Not to right. brag, but like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of baseball games on today. The Masters, I think we've made it official baseball over the Masters. And uh, it, even as we've mentioned in the chat, there are some workarounds to where you can watch some of these games. Um, Baseball food going to be great today. Uh, brisket nachos are a thing that we have here. You were talking about the gray hot dogs. I, I tell you, I think you're right on that one, though. Hot yeah. dogs at baseball stadium. Maybe it's just Kaufman. I haven't been to. I'm pretty sure I haven't been to any other stadiums in a long time. But the hot dog quality at baseball stadiums, I feel like, has went down. Drastic. It has. It's like once you got to a moment where you could brag about it, the stadiums are like, awesome, now everyone wants hot dogs. We've got to right. find a way to be cheaper about this. Yeah. It's like, no, just. It's like a bad drug dealer. Like, you got me hooked. Freaking and then you, your supply sucks. What's going on here, man? I need the good stuff again. <laughs> what do I, what's a guy got to do to get a good hot dog at a baseball game? And Jake's in the chat, like, I don't think that was a hot dog, my dude. <laughs> you know, it probably wasn't. I don't know if hot dogs are hot you dogs. Did I don't know what hot dogs is made as, out of. As like gray, purple, and veiny. Yeah, it was really <laughs> weird, dude. And I looked at everyone else's hot dogs, too, to like double check. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you remember the Jaguars gradient helmets? That's what some of the ballpark hot dogs look like. It's like, wow, yeah. this is tan. This part is gray, though. I think uh, only one part of your heater is working there, darling. You automated fix right. the machine. Again, taking my daughters to some of the games, and like, ah, oh, buck night. This is awesome. Like, eat as many hot dogs as you want. And then they look at them and like, what is this? This is worse than a, a school cafeteria. We just hot brought dog. our own hot dogs and the buns sometimes. I, there's nothing worse than getting a, a hot dog at a baseball game and the bun being wet or soggy. Or just stale, like rock hard. Yeah. Like just go buy the effing great value. Just go buy out Sam's Club and then bring it in the stadium. So I can at least look at it and be like, cool, you are prepared for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of just like, pff, Hey, yeah. bread that was baked like this week would be great. Or maybe even 
this month. But I can't wait to get me some brisket nachos and a helmet. I, truth be told, if you go to Kauffman Stadium, you can get brisket nachos, and they'll put it in, I think what they call like a, a batting helmet bowl. I think I have seven or eight of them. I'm going to try to make that to ten this year. Your helmets? Is that what you were doing your little look around for? Yeah, it's like, how many do I have in all? <laughs> I can see two of them right now. <laughs> and I know that I have a stack at home that is just... I have a... <laughs> it's embarrassingly high. <laughs> With the way my apartment's set up, like my top shelves, like I have very high ceilings, so like your shelves only go to like a certain part. I can reach up there, so I have a Royals helmet and then a Cardinals helmet from where I did the nachos at both stadiums. And it's kind of like, yeah. Those are my nacho helmets. What's Bush Stadium known for, like, food-wise? Do they have Budweiser? <laughs> There's yeah. beer fucking <laughs> <Just> everywhere. Beer. <laughs> beer and horses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if they had, like, a signature. Like, obviously, Kansas City does barbecue, but I, I haven't been to a Cardinals game. I should probably actually do something about that. I don't think the Cardinals are just like, oh, yeah, we're so good at, like, this type of food. It's like, we're just, we're good on they the They don't field, need the gimmicks so like, to try to get you yeah. in the stadium. It's like, <laughs> yeah, just, just come watch fucking hot dogs and watch a guy lay down a bunt to move a runner. That's what we and do. cheer. <laughs> That's what we do in St. Louis. Um, all right, that is it for us today, Big Country and I. Uh, going to get to watching some of the Masters, going to get to watching some of these opening day games. But we appreciate you guys joining us today, putting up with our nonsense as usual. Uh, really appreciate those guys uh, getting involved in the chat, asking the questions. I think it's great. It makes the show move along better. And love that fan involvement. You can also find us on Twitter, um, twitter.com. It's at mellow and at underscore big country. DMs are always open. Oh, feel, yeah. Feel free to slide. I had, uh, I think it was Sylvester, slide in my Instagram DMs yesterday. It was just like, hey, I know Mellow's probably never getting married again, but if he does, yeah. he should definitely get married to Casey's. And it was just like this random like redneck couple getting married in this <laughs> ugly like yeah. gas station. He sent that one to me as well. It's crazy how many people will tag me in like these just stupid redneck <laughs> like gas station situations and i'll even get them all the time back man if this was a casey's this would be you or even like casey's put out one and it was a couple that was getting married at a casey's yes and they're shotgunning beers and i think it was even our guy brooks was like if these were natties these would be you <laughs> like, yeah that's that's true you can take the kid out of small town but you can't take the small town out of the kid oh man I, I love casey's too much we've talked about it before like if you can have any anyone sponsor you like products that you actually use it's got to be Natty Light and Casey's. Yeah. Which Mine I, would be uh, the BCG, the gear that they sell at Academy, because I have rebranded it as Big Country Gear. And <laughs> yeah. it's actually quite comfortable to wear. It's not, and it's affordable. Very. Now, if they could get some fucking youth softball gloves in there, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to hit up, like, uh, I've hit up Target, I've hit up Walmart. Uh, I haven't gone to Dick's yet because. Do they even have softball gloves? Did you there? go to like that uh, the other place that's behind yes. the mall? Dunham Sports what, is what Dunham, it's called. Yeah. I forget that place was there. <laughs> and I, I should say too, back to my whole I can't find two softball gloves in this area. I can find softball gloves. I'm not paying two hundred, three hundred dollars for these things. Yeah. Understandably so. I mean, yesterday we we're in Academy, which I love that store, BCG brand. My daughter's like picking up a glove and what she's like, Hey dad, like this one fits. I'm like, Oh, sweet. Like that's awesome. You found one. And look at the price tag. It was $250. Who has that kind of money? <laughs> I'm not rich, but I ain't poor. Who yeah. has $250 to, 
for a softball glove. Hey, it's like you better you better keep this forever. Like, exactly. You're not getting a new glove. Like you're right. from eight to were, senior year of high school. This yeah. is you. If they were in high school, like you, you said you got a glove when you were a freshman. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're going to use it for four years. Probably keep it for the rest of your life. Hand size probably not changing that much. Yeah, my daughters are seven and nine, and are growing rapidly fast. I don't know if that glove would last them. Like, if I got a guarantee, like, hey, this glove will last you rest of your life, $300, I'll do it. Yeah, bingo. I don't know if it will. (laughs) (laughs) I might have this glove for six months. (laughs) I'm not going to make that happen. She might go home, get hit in the face, and never want to play softball again. I can't return the glove. It's dirty. That's what happened to my youngest daughter, actually. She was super gung-ho about softball. And uh, we were trying to play catch in the backyard one time, and the ball hit the top of her mitt and caught her right in the eye, blacked her eye. And she's like, I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm never playing catch with you again. Now we've waited four years, and she's like, yeah, I'll give that a go again. So that's the truth behind that one. But all right, that's it for us today. Uh, We do appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back tomorrow on our Friday episode right here at 10 a.m. Central Time in the call-in app. We'll talk to you then.